Good morning, Living Streams. My name is Alex Seekins, and welcome to our second season of Daily Devotionals. We'll be posting one of these wherever you listen to podcasts every Monday through Saturday morning for the rest of September. Thank you for carving out this time of day as we slow down, speak to God, listen to God, and meditate on His Word. Our prayer is that in this time, you would delight in the Lord and be blessed and strengthened. This season, we're focusing on emotional health as we work our way through the book of Philippians. Today, we'll be hearing from our First Impressions director, Cliff Caesar, as he leads us in a time of reflection and prayer. Today, we're going to go through Philippians 4, 10 through 20. I rejoice in the Lord greatly. Now, at length, you have revived your concern for me. You are indeed concerned for me, but you had no opportunity. Not that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned in every situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low. I know how to abound. And in every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yet, it was kind of you to share my trouble. And you, Philippians, yourselves know that in the beginning of the gospel, when I left Macedonia, no church has entered into a partnership with me in giving and receiving except you only. Even in Thessalonia, you sent me help for my needs once and again. Not that I seek the gifts, but I seek the fruit that increases your credit. I have received full payment and more. I am well supplied, having received from Aphrodite the gifts you sent, a fragrant offering, a sacrifice acceptable and pleasing to God. And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father, be glory forever and ever. Amen. I remember when I was a kid, I used to take these uh, long rides with my uncle and mom. We used to go to places like Florida, New York, and Texas, and all the East Coast states, basically, because my uncle was kind of scared to fly. So uh, I was back between the ages of like five to like 12, and the infamous question we used to ask, I used to ask almost every hour of the trip is, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? I used to bug my mom and uncle every single time with that exact question. So reading through the scriptures, I thought about myself and I thought about you guys and I thought about the church as a whole. Instead of asking, are we there yet? I want to ask, are we content yet? In these scriptures, Paul does three things. He, um, you can see that Paul thanks the Philippians for the gifts. The gifts. You can see that he kind of gently reminds the Philippians that he doesn't need the gifts, and also he pushes the Philippians to Christ, who meets our greatest needs. And speaking of thankfulness, you can see. Um, at four times in, in, in this short passage that he really does thank 
the Philippians for the gifts. You can see in verse 10 that he says, I rejoice in the Lord greatly now that now at length. And in verse 14, he says, yet it was kind of you to share my trouble. At the end of verse 15, he says, no church has entered into partnership with me in giving and receiving except you only. And in 18, he says, I have received full payment and more. I am well supplied. And I was doing my study for this and preparing for the podcast. Uh, I read a, a quote. It says that the Philippians in their generosity is a concrete demonstration that God has completed the good work that he has started in them when they first believed the gospel. So when I was going through my mental uh Issues and my emotional stress, and uh, I had some 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 real mental things going on. Um, one of my counselors asked the question, like, "What are you thankful for?" And she said, "Go home, write down all the things that you're thankful for." And I began, like, I went home that night and I started writing down. It took me about two or three pages. I was really, really started to be thankful for some things, and it it kind of broke something. So all the things, little things that I didn't, I didn't realize that what I was thankful for, I began to be thankful for it. Like, honestly, like cups, God, like I'm thankful for it, for cups. I can pour water in some cups. I know that may sound silly, but I was really, really appreciative for, for those you know, minuscule kind of things because uh, it made life easier. So I want to spend this, this next minute and I want to ask you, what are you thankful for? Spend some time with God and write down some things that you are thankful for. We're going to take one minute. Now, in Paul's thankfulness, like you get, like I gave you examples of that, how he was really, really thankful for the gifts that the Philippians has done. And plus, they did more than just giving him gifts in Philippians. Like they went back in like Thessalonians and, and, and Ephesians and, and things like that. And it was supporting Paul. And Paul, as you see in those four examples that I gave you, really, really thanked him. But he also kind of gives them like a backhanded compliment. He tells them that he, he gently though, he gently tells them that he doesn't need their gifts. And I'm like, hold up. Like these people supported you. They, they, they followed you. They gave you monetary things. And that's what hit me. 
Paul gently tells them he doesn't need them gifts because what he was doing was the work for the Lord. Like he didn't want Paul didn't want the Philippians to think that what he was doing, he didn't want to give any connotation that what he was doing was for a monetary gain. He didn't want to see greedy. He didn't want to seem like he was like he was taking advantage of the Philippians because he knew where the who the ultimate source was. So you can see that in verse 11 through 13 and also in verse 17, verse 11 says, not that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. And in verse 17, it says, not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that increases your credit. And we all know that the fruit that increases your credit is ultimately Jesus. Paul wanted the people to know that Christ is the one that's sustaining him. Christ is the reason that he is content. He didn't want to do, he didn't want them again to think that he was doing the Lord's work for any monetary gain or any monetary gifts. Again, as I was searching and I was, I, I was doing my uh, research and, and, and preparing for this, uh, this podcast, I ran across another great quote and I, I, I'm sorry, I don't know these people's name. It just, just in the book, it just says, contentment is the work of a true believer. And I truly believe that. So again, I, I'm thankful for this podcast and, and I'm, I'm thankful to be able to share and I'm thankful for the God that has brought me over, you know, my mental health issues and emotional issues um, because of these practices. Learning how to be content. Learning how to do things, how to do the Lord's work without wanting monetary gifts. When was the last time you've done something and not wanted anything back? When was the last time you served and not wanted any monetary gifts? the last time you were content are you content are you content in your marriage are you content at home are you content at school work church friendships relationships are you content After Paul thanks the Philippians and 
Paul gently tells them that he doesn't need their gifts because he is sustained by Christ. Paul pushes the Philippians to Christ who meets our greatest needs. And we can see that in verses 13 and we can see that in verses 19, 19 through 20. And in verses 13, you know, we all love that verse. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And a lot of people take this out of context. But I really believe Paul was talking about being content in this and his strength because the strength came from the Lord. It didn't come from him. The strength was in his contentment. And in verses 19 and 20, it says, God and my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father be the glory forever and ever. Amen. I love how every time Paul concludes a letter, he always points people back to Jesus. And he did the same thing here. He's pointing the Philippians back to the creator, back to the one who supplies every need and can sustain them in every need and every process. While we express thankfulness when God provides for our needs, we can rest and trust in God's timing and care and comfort for us in difficult times as well. There's a song that got me through my season of mental health and emotional stress and emotional health. It's a song by Maverick City and Dante Bo. It's called I Will Wait On You. And that song is so powerful. It's a contentment song. It talks about waiting on the Lord while being content. It talks about waiting on the Lord and not growing weary in your contentment. So I suggest you go go download it, go play it, you know, Spotify or Apple Music, wherever you get your music from. Just check that song out. I want you to think and pause with God. Are you content yet? God bless you.